here is a sermon that was preached by Pastor Ballin in one of the Sunday morning services. This morning I would like to start with a question. What are you wired for? What are you wired for? You know, you may not be clear on what I'm trying to tell you this morning, but this is my question. What are you wired for? And this morning, and I just uh, brought a couple of devices in front of you just to show you. Uh, yesterday evening, I was just, uh, you know, just searching for a couple of things that I can bring to you and show you what it is in, the, in my basement. And these are a couple of things that I got. So uh, a couple of things I have this morning with me. This is just a calculator, right? And this calculator is precious to me because uh, this was the calculator which I used to pass my master degree, right? Uh, I, it was in 90, 1990. And it is amazing that this calculator still works. Yesterday I tested it and it works. So this is a calculator, and any idea what is this? It's a CD player. Okay. So I have two gadgets with me. So one is a CD player, and the other one is a calculator. So what is this used for, this calculator? Any guess? Probably you, not, you may not know. To calculate, right? Fine, so this calculator is used to calculate if you want to add what is 2 plus 2, probably you need to use this, right? Otherwise, we'll end up in wrong number. And we have another gadget. This is the CD player. And I'm sure all of us know this is used to listen, right? To play songs or, test or, or messages or whatever we want to hear. This is what is, uh, you know, the, the, that's the use of this object. And probably, you know, I couldn't, I tried to open it, but then I, <laughs> I couldn't open it. And if I open it, I just come across, I, I probably see, probably I may see a small wires. And most of the time, it's a circuit board is what I see inside. And I know that this circuit board is wired for, for this gadget to function as a calculator. And the same way, I know this, if I open it up, this is wired in such a way that it can function as a CD player, right? Now, if I try to do a couple of things, if I, maybe I drive, when I drive around, if I take this with me, will it help me? It's not going to help me. Right? What I'm going to calculate when I drive, right? So it's not going to help me. And if I try to listen some songs from this, will it help me? No, obviously I'm not going to get anything out of this. In the same way, when I'm sitting in my office, probably I just want to, you know, submit my tax return. But finally, I just want to make sure everything is, go is well. And when I try to key in my figures here, number here, will it tell, help, tell me, you know, what is the total sum of your tax return? Probably it's not going to help. So this particular device is wired to play music. And in the same way, this particular device is wired to calculate and this morning, my question is, what are you wired for? You know, every one of us in our lives, we are wired in many different ways. That God has an ultimate aim in our lives, that he is trying to accomplish something through our lives. 
You know, I am wired in a different way. And Brother Roy is wired in a different way. And Brother Chella is wired in a different way. If Brother Roy tries to be me like me, uh, it, it's not possible. And if I try to be like Brother Roy, I don't think it's going to happen ever. You know, we are all unique and we are all different. You know, God has created in such a way that, and he has wired us in such a way, none of us are unique. You know, it is so amazing to know that how, what is the population of this world, right? time being? Any idea? I guess, uh, it's billion, certainly it's billion. Six billion, I, I guess it's crossed seven already. It's, it's, uh, it must be 7.3 or 7.4 billion now, right now. So now, think about all the 7 billion people and think about all the people who died and think about all the future generation. God has created each one in a unique way. You know, I just want you to think about it. When we think about it, it is so amazing. It is so amazing. You know, not two of our you know, fingerprints, none of our fingerprints are alike. None of our features are alike. God has created us in a unique way. And this morning the question is, what are you wired for? We are unique. You know, Job says in Job chapter 10 verse 8, he says, Your hands have made me and fashioned me. Your hands have made me and fashioned me. You know, there is no wonder why we are unique. Because the reason why we are unique is God's hands have made us. No, we are not just born just like that. God has created us. You know, God, has, God saw even before our substance was there. Even when that, that frame was there. Scripture says God saw us. The, the reason what you know, that we are today what we are, just because God made us with his own hands. Psalm 139 chapter, verse 14 says, Psalm 139 verse 14, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. <laughs> I will praise you, sorry, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. How do you understand the scripture? You know, when I think about how a baby is formed in the womb of a mother, you know, I just stand in awe. I don't have words to tell how things take place there. You know, God creates us in an amazing way. Each one of us are touched by our God when we were in the womb of our mother. And this morning, the question we are trying to answer is, what are we wired for? You know, there is a reason why God created us in this way. You know, the morning when you go and stand in front of the mirror and look at the mirror and try to do all these things, what you are supposed to do. And yesterday I was there in front of the mirror, probably two, two and a half hours, you know, get all things ready. It's very important. We need to be there in the front of the mirror and I ask because we need to make sure that we are presentable. And when we stand in front of the mirror, when we look at your image, what comes first in your mind? What comes first in your mind? And I know we are all children of God. I know we are all speak truth always. What comes in our mind when we think about? Anyone who says, who speaks truth here? Everybody is saying something. Probably I don't hear it. 
Lord, if probably if I were, I am like somebody. Probably, Lord, this feature, Lord, probably you could have just done that little bit you know, better. Lord, I may be very happy. I could have done so many things, Lord, if you would have done that me. Probably, no, no, I'm not kind of in you know, a person people like. I'm not kind of in you know, a personality with features that people like. People are not just, you know, just, just, just hanging around with me because probably they don't like my personality. You know, there are so many things that comes in our mind when we look at our own image in front of the mirror. But this morning, the question is, what are we wired for? What are you wired for? You know, God has created us with, and he has given us that look, that personality, that, that appearance, that skin color, and you know, the, 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 the hair, that hairstyle, whether you have hair or not have hair, you know, that's how God has made you. God has made us with a purpose. The same way God has made, you know, the man has created this gadget with an, with an intention. The same way God has created it. Because he put so much effort in creating us. It may sound you know, easy for God to create us, but scripture says God has created us with his hands. Everyone, every child when it is born, it feels the touch of the heavenly. God certainly doesn't want us to become like somebody else. God wants us to be like what we are today. You know, we need to be what God wants us to be. That's how God is created. And that's what God expects us to be. That's what God wants us to be. And this morning, the question that we need to ask, and I need to ask within me, Lord, what is the reason? Why, Lord, you have created me like this? You know, most of the time we think about what we do not have, and we forget many different things that we have in our lives. You know, God has blessed us with so many abilities. God has blessed us with so many skills. God has blessed us with so many characters that people like. God has blessed us with so many features, so many features in our lives that people hang around with. People like us. The way we speak, the way we deal with people. You know, there are so many things that God has given us. But most of the time, we always think and worry about what we do not have. And this morning, I ask God, Lord, let this be an encouragement to us, O oh Father God, as we hear these scriptures, that you have wired us for a purpose. You have wired us in a special way for a reason, Lord. We ask you that, Lord, you would help us to understand this. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Ephesians, this is one of the scriptures that I like most. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. I would like to read this from NLT. Scripture says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. Can you listen what the scripture says? For we are God's masterpiece. We are God's masterpiece. You know, what is a masterpiece? The masterpiece is an, is, 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 is an article that comes out of a craftsman which, which, is, you know, which has an ability to attract more people. In fact, that is the best craft he ever did in his life. That is a masterpiece. 
very skillfully the, 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 the craftsman has created this article and that is what is called the masterpiece. Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are God's masterpiece. Who is our creator? God Almighty is our creator. Who is the craftsman? God Almighty is the craftsman. You know, he created us as his masterpiece. Each one of us. Each one of us. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things. He has planned for us long ago. You know, the scripture is not to the children of Israel, not to a group of people. It is to each and every one of us. Each and every one of us, the scriptures is speaking this morning and it is telling you and me that you are God's masterpiece. Psalm 139 verse 15 says, Psalm 139 verse 15, My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and skinfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, my frame was not hidden from you. You know, this morning I want to impress that fact that, you know, we are God's masterpiece. You know, at times we, are, we feel so low about us. At times, you know, we get so discouraged by looking at our own image, by looking at, you know, when we mess up things, we come and cry at the feet of God. Lord, I'm really messed it up, oh God. Lord, why? Why we ask so many questions in our lives? But this morning God is telling you that you are the masterpiece of God Almighty. You know, all the skills, all the talents, all the potentials are already in each and every one of us this morning. You know, I want you to believe this this morning. You know, most of the time, children of God, we don't believe such things in our lives. We take things for granted. But this morning, God is telling you that you need to believe. Because when God creates somebody, he's not going to create that somebody without skills. When God creates, because he, he is a masterpiece. When, when a craftsman creates a masterpiece, he's not just going to do it maybe in a few seconds. No, he's going to spend day and night in that masterpiece unless it, until it comes out. Scripture says we are God's masterpiece. You know, this morning I'm sure that God is so thoughtful of each and every one of us. God is so mindful of each and every one of us. When he created us, he thought what we are today. He really knew very well what we are going through today. You know, God has given us all the skills, all the talents that you and I need today to do the work of God, to do every good work. And this morning God is telling us, focus on your potentials instead of your limitations. Focus on your potentials instead of your limitations. You know, all of us have limitations. All of us have limitations. I can do certain things to an extent. Beyond that, I'm broke. I cannot do when I try to do something what others are doing, I may try one or two times I may accomplish, but then I will fail because I have a limitation there. You know, the same thing is applicable to you too. When you try to do certain things, you know, you may fail, you may have limitation, but look at those areas where God has given you abilities. I want you to think about those abilities this morning. You know, most of the time we keep hearing the lie in our ears saying that you are not good. You cannot do this. You cannot accomplish this. This morning I pray that God God will give us an insight into, into the scriptures as he speaks to us. The question again, what are you wired for? What are you wired for, wired for? There are three things that we are wired for. There may be many more, but this morning, we need to focus on these three things. Number one, we are wired for adversity. We are wired for adversity. Number two, we are wired for eternity. Number three, we are wired for ministry. We are wired for adversity. We are wired for eternity. 
and we are wired for ministry. And this morning, we are just going to spend a few minutes under each topic. Wired for adversity. The picture probably what you see is going to talk about what I'm trying to tell you. You and I are wired for adversity. You know, today, the Christianity is kind of, you know, crushed down. The Christianity is, you know, looked upon so low, but that is not true. That is a lie of the devil. And this morning, we are talking about God has wired each and every one of us. And what we are wired for, we are wired for adversity. The plant, no one would have ever thought that there will be such a beautiful plant coming out of such a dry land. No one would have ever thought that such a blessing will come out of Nazareth. No one would have ever thought such a blessing would come out of, you can name your village where you are born or your nation or city where you are born. No one would have ever thought in their lifetime such a blessing will come out of from that house. Think about your traditions. Think about your household. Think about your, your, your ancestors. No one would have ever thought that God will bring forth such a blessing from somebody, from somebody's family. I'm saying this morning, we are wired for adversity. We are wired for adversity. You know, at times we keep hearing lies in our ears. Some of those lies I just want you know, to give you as an example this morning. You cannot handle challenges in your life. Is a lie from the enemy. Troubles will shatter your faith. You know, you will follow God as long as everything is going well. But when troubles come on your way, your faith will be shattered. You will walk away from God. That is a lie of the enemy. I was thinking about a missionary. People go into the mission field. When some missionary goes into the mission field, and when he is feeling homesick, that is a lie of the enemy. You are gone with a mission. You have nothing to do with back your home. You know, you are sent as a missionary to that nation. When you go as a missionary, you need to focus in the mission. You can't think about, you know, something going on in your house. It is a lie of the enemy. We, we are wired for adversity. You know, sometimes we hear that, Lord, I'm having very poor health, Lord. I don't think I'll be able to stand as a witness. I don't think I'll be able to serve you, Lord. It is a lie of the enemy. You know, there are many more lies we keep hearing every day in our lives. And this morning, God is telling us, my son, my daughter, you are wired for adversity. You are wired for adversity. How do we know? Because the scriptures say so. You know, some of us may be going through difficulties in our lives. Financial situation. It's never improving. Health condition, it's not improving. Family relationship, it's not improving. It's all declining. It's all declining. You know, at times we are taken to a point of time in our lives and we even wonder whether God is working in my life or not. We even wonder, Lord, you are still caring for me or Lord, you already left me. Maybe you, you know, some of those things that you have done in the past surfaces and it tells you because you are a sinner. You committed this particular sin in your life. No one knows it was done in a secret and what you are experiencing and what you are going through, it's maybe because of the sin. You know, many times we are crushed in our lives. But remember, God wired us already to face adversities. First Peter chapter 4, verse 12. First Peter chapter 4, verse 12. Peter writes here, and this is what Peter says. 
beloved you know very clear the scripture is beloved do not think it's strange concerning the fiery trials which is to try you as though some strange things happen to you there are strange things happen to you there are strange things still happening to you there are strange things will happen in our lives but peter says beloved do not think it's strange concerning the fiery trials that are testing you do not think it is a it is strange it is not strange because god has already wired you to face such difficult moments god has already wired you to face such hardships so peter is saying do not think do not think it is a strange thing because god has already wired us to handle everything that we are handling today just what i want you to think about how many problems we handle every day how many challenges we handle every day at home in workplace in society in the community in church when you go when when you think about your 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 situation you feel that everything is against you when more visitors are coming to your house your neighbor doesn't like you right so when you are you are you get salary increase your colleague doesn't like you how much hatred that we face every day how many how many difficult moments that we face every day in our lives when you think about all this and at times we get discouraged but this morning god is telling you it is a lie it is a lie because god knowing all this what we are going through today he has already wired us he has already wired us to handle it it is up to you whether you want to handle it when you ready when you are willing to handle it god will cooperate you and this morning god is telling you my son my daughter i know what you are going through another lie we keep hearing is god is trusting you more than what i can handle god is trusting you with more than what you can handle that is another lie because scripture says in first corinthians chapter 10 13 corinthians chapter 10 13 scripture says god will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able what does the scripture tells you are wired in a special way and this is what you can handle and god will not test you beyond that so god is testing more than what i can handle is a lie it's not a truth you know in our life we keep hearing many such lies when many lies are overloaded you know our life is overloaded with such things we easily get discouraged but this morning god is telling you you are wired to face adversity think about christianity even in the first century second century even you know un- until uh, during the time of nero you know all the 10 10 persecutors all the 10 emperors those who are persecuting the church if god had not wired christianity all christians in such a way that they are able to you know stand through the persecution and christianity is well and alive today even one part of the globe there are christians are persecuted and why how they are able to stand as a witness even if their head goes away even their head gets cut off they are able to stand as a witness why because he is wired for adversity you know you and i can take much more load than what you can i can I, we are taking today you and i can go through you know much more difficult moments than what you are going through because we are wired already by our god almighty 
Let's not get discouraged by small, simple things. What is happening in our lives? Number two, we are wired for eternity. We are wired for eternity. Right? Remember that pearly gates? One day when we are done with this world, God is going to invite, take us home into the eternity. And scripture says, we are wired for eternity. <laughs> you know, when God created us, God did something which is very precious. God implanted eternity inside us. God implanted eternity inside us. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11 says, God makes all things beautiful in its time. And also he put, he has put eternity in their hearts. God has put eternity in our hearts. That's how we are wired for eternity. And this morning we are talking about, we talked about the life that we have on this earth. Now we are talking about the life which is a come, the eternal life. We are all wired for eternity. All human, the entire mankind, wired for eternity. But it differs where they spend their eternity. Whether they spend their eternity with the Lord God or we spend our eternity in the eternal hell. That differs. But eternity is instead of everybody. We are wired for eternity. John chapter 15 verse 19. Jesus looking at the disciples and he spoke to them saying that if this world hates you, do not worry. Do not be in wonder. If this world hates you. And he told them very clearly. You are not of this world. You are living in this world. But you are not of this world. How? Why Jesus said that? Because God has already wired their lives with eternity. You know this morning. It is an assurance that you and I have. That we are going to live with our Lord God forever. Because we are made so. We are made to live with the Lord Jesus forever. Because Jesus said. In this world you will have trouble. But I have overcome this world. And also he said, I am going to my father. In my father's house there are many mansions. If not so, I would have told you. But when I go there, I will prepare a mansion for you. Then I will come back and take you home. Why? Because oh, we are all wired for eternity. You know, I just want to read these beautiful scriptures which we don't read often. Probably we read when we are about to bury somebody. You know, that's the time we read the scriptures. Let's turn to First Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Verses 13 to 18. First Thessalonians chapter 4. 13. Listen to these scriptures. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who had fallen asleep lest you sorrow as others who had no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring, him, bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. Verse 15, For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, 
with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Why? Because God has already wired us with eternity. Verse 17. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. You know, scripture says very clearly, when we leave this world, the eternity is there for us to live with the Lord forever. We are wired for eternity. There is another reason I want to show you this morning why we say that we are wired for eternity. 2 Corinthians 1.22 says, Jesus, before we were caught up into the heavens, as he looked at the disciples and he spoke to them that you need to receive the Holy Spirit. And now Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 22, the Spirit of God within us is the guarantee that we are going to be with him for eternity. The Spirit of God that God has given within us, it gives a guarantee that we are wired for eternity. And you and I today walk in this world, we don't know how long, you know, as long as we walk in this world, you know, once we live away from this world, scripture says, Jesus has given the spirit of God within us, which is the guarantee. You know, what is a guarantee? Guarantee is a, you know, a small payment probably you make before you make the bulk payment. And Jesus left the Holy Spirit and today you and I have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God within us. And that is a guarantee that we are wired for eternity. And one day we will live with the Lord eternally. eternally. Number one, we are wired for adversity. Number two, we are wired for eternity. Number three, we are wired for ministry. We are wired for ministry. You know, this is important. Children of God, this is very, very important. Because you and I, are wired to minister, to serve God, and to serve others. We are all wired to serve God. Now the easy way to understand what I'm talking about right now, let's go back to Exodus. Think about the children of Israel. Children of Israel, they were living in the wilderness, sorry, they were living in Egypt, under bondage for 400 long years. And what were they doing there? In Egypt, they were serving Pharaoh. They were not serving God, but instead they were serving Pharaoh. What are you and I to do today? We serve. Some of you are serving in the hospitals. Some of you are serving in the banks. Some of you are serving in different companies, industries. We serve. <laughs> I'm talking about you and I are wired to serve Word for ministry. Children of Israel, they were serving Pharaoh. They were ministering to Pharaoh. But you know what God has said one fine morning? I'm going to bring all my people out of Egypt so that they may serve me. You know, that's what happens even in your life and my life. Some point of time we were serving the things of this world. Some point of time, you know, we were walking away from God. We were not, you know, serving our Lord God. You know, if I asked you, come and ask you, you'll have testimony to share. I have testimony to share. We were, you know, going in the world. We were serving and worshipping. And we were doing so many things in this world. But one fine morning, God decided, it is enough. 
Now it is time that you need to come out of Egypt and you need to start serving me. Children of God were sent into the wilderness. Why? Only to serve God. Only one reason they have to serve God. That's how Moses was equipped by God saying that you go and tell Pharaoh that leave my children that so that they may go and worship in the wilderness. We are wired for ministry. We are wired for adversity. We are wired for eternity. And we are also wired for ministry. You know, Jesus spoke a beautiful scripture. We read that in Mark chapter 10. I would like to read that scripture. Mark chapter 10, verse 45. Mark 10, verse 45. That has become a principle of, you know, leadership in today's business world. We read that in 45, Mark chapter 10, verse 45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. You know, in God's kingdom, you are not called, we are not called to serve an individual. In God's kingdom, we are not called to serve a pastor. We are not called to serve a minister of God. But scripture is very clear. We are called to serve God Almighty. Why? Because we follow the footsteps of our Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, you know, this scripture has become a, been a founding principle of servant leadership. Jesus declared saying that, I have come to this world not to be served. How many servants Jesus had? How many secretaries Jesus had? Nobody. Nobody. Because Jesus said, I have not come to be served, but I came to serve. To give my life as a ransom for many. You know, that's the kind of you know, ministry service that Lord is expecting in our lives. We are wired for ministry. We are wired to serve God. You know, today I just want you to think about what am I doing? Am I serving God? I know that Lord God, you wired me. You brought me into this world because you want me to serve you. The question is, are we serving God? God has given us spiritual gifts. God has given us a heart of compassion. God has given us all the abilities, all the skills and all the talents. You know, some of us are blessed. All of us are blessed with good personality. God has given us good features. God has given us good appearance. God has given us good experience. Some of us are experienced in ministry for a long time. And this morning God is asking you and me, my son, my daughter, I, am, I have heard you for ministry. What are you doing? What are you doing? The call of God is upon every one of us. The call of God is not only to special people who are called. call of God is upon every one of us. Those who know the scripture. And this morning God is telling us, you and I are wired to ministry for ministry. In fact, we are already equipped to serve God. Because God is blessed with all the talents that we need. We are blessed with all the abilities. Only thing is, we need to start. We need to start somewhere. And this morning, I believe God is speaking to the church this morning. It is time that we start serving God Almighty. You know, God wants to bring those days back in the church. God wants to bring those revival that the church experienced some point of time today into the church. And how that happens, it happens only when we realize 
our call. And what is your call and my call? To serve for ministry. Wired for ministry. You know, God wants us to start something that is about to start in our lives this morning. You know, I believe this message may be a prophetic message in some of your lives. But this morning, God is telling you, my son, my daughter, I have been so patient in your life, but it is time that you need to start ministering me, start ministering me, because you are wired to serve God. You are wired to serve God. You know, God has wired us for a specific ministry. For a specific ministry. Find it out. Just find it out. Just find it out. God has called you for a specific ministry. God has wired you, equipped you all along these years for a special ministry. This morning, we need to find that out what God wants us to do. Because what he has to do, he has done that already. When he brought forth into this world, he has done that because he has imparted all the skills that you and I need. We have everything. There is no excuse. God has already wired us for ministry. But what may be the truth is, our race may be different than someone else's race. The way we do things for God may be different from someone else. But this morning God is telling you, I have a special ministry for you because I have wired you in a special way. So you don't need to compare yourself with others and get discouraged. You don't need to try to follow like somebody and get discouraged. You don't like try to imitate somebody and just fall on the off way. But God has something special for you. God is asking you this morning, my son, my daughter, you need to find that out. God knows that very clearly. Because God doesn't expect the rabbits to fly. God doesn't expect the eagles to swim. God expects us to do what God wants us to do. For what God has already made us, God wants us to do that. You know, God has given us a unique potential to each and every one of us. This morning, none of us can deny that. You know, we know our ability. When we go to our workplace, we know all our skills. But when we come into the presence of God, God is asking you, my son, my daughter, use all the skills what you gain in your workplace. Use all the skills what you learned from your parents. What Use all the skills what you learned from your pastors in the past in your life. And this morning, God is telling you that it is the right time that you need to get plugged in in the right place and show forth the light to the ungodly people those who are living in this world. And this morning, I would like to close very soon. God is speaking to us. God has wired us for adversity that gives us strength to stand as a testimony for God. God has wired us for eternity that gives us hope that the life is eternal. It's not going to be done here. The life is eternal that gives me hope. That gives me assurance. And thirdly, God is telling me that you are wired for ministry. That enables me to step out because I know that I am wired for a specific ministry. This morning, the question is if you do not know yet, what is the specific ministry that God is calling you into? It is time for you to find out that by sitting at the feet of God. It may require to fast and pray, maybe for one day, two days, or three days. I don't know how many days, 
But it is important that you find out that from the feet of God, why God has wired you in this special fashion. There is nothing to worry about, but there is a secret that is hidden. The way God has made you, in, with a, such appearance and with such a, such a characteristics and with such an ability, there is a reason. There is a reason. It's not just for fun because God already knew that, that you are about to do something in your life. And this is your season that God is telling you this morning. Hallelujah. Shall we all just stand for a time of prayer this morning? Thank you, Jesus. I believe God has spoken to us this morning. I believe God has spoken to us. And he has made that very clear this morning. We are not just an ordinary people. We are extraordinary people. Called by God. Called by God. Wired by God. In many different ways. For a time such as this. For a place such as this. God has brought you to this nation. With a purpose. Hallelujah. This morning. God is telling you my son, my daughter. I just want you to step out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe this morning strongly. That all of us have the ability. God has anointed us. God has filled us with this power. If you step out. If you walk into the streets. If you walk into the, into the, into the park. Where people are. And find out somebody who is going through sickness. And when you lay hands on that sick person God will deliver him God will deliver him because God has already wired you for that God has already wired you for that hallelujah hallelujah when you treat your patients in the sick bed in the hospital bed when nobody is seeing when that patient is asleep just lay your hands on the forehead and when you pray for him God will revive because God has already wired you there is nothing more left that God need to do in your life then this morning God is telling you my son my daughter I called you for a time such as this hallelujah Precious Father, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. There is so much hope in the presence of God. There is so much hope in the word of God. There is so much future in the word of God this morning for your ministry. And this morning, God is telling you, my son, my daughter, can you just renew that commitment you made some point of time in your life? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of us made a commitment to saying the Lord, Lord, I will serve you, Lord. If you do this, Lord, in my life, and if you do not even do this, Lord, I will serve you. I will serve you. I will serve you. Hallelujah. Joy was talking about the, the initial love that you had. The day when you got saved. The day when you got anointed. You were on fire saying that, Lord, I will serve you, Lord. Where is that commitment? Then this morning, God is asking you to renew that commitment. Just God is asking you to stay on that commitment. Because God is about to do something in your life. Hallelujah. You are made for adversity. Adversity is not going to pull you back. Adversity cannot stand in front of a child of God. Adversity cannot do anything, any harm, any discouragement to a child of God. And this morning, God is telling you, my son, my daughter, I want you to walk over because you are already wired for adversity, to handle adversity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning, God may open your eyes, open your mind to see that specific ministry that God is calling you. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, this morning. Hallelujah. I just want you to make that commitment to God once again. Lord, no matter, Lord, what happens in my life, Lord, I will serve you, Lord. Lord, I will not get ashamed, oh Father God, of the gospel. Lord, I will not get ashamed, oh God, to preach your word outside, oh God. I will not be afraid, oh God, to go and talk to somebody about Jesus Christ. This morning, God, enable and equip each and every one of us, oh God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this morning. Hallelujah. Can we just make a commitment this morning? Hallelujah. All of us, all of us are called to serve. Once you make that commitment, once you start praying about it, God is going to show you the ministry that you need to do. Nobody can stop. Nobody can do anything. Nobody can harm you. Nobody can rise against you. If you walk with God along the path of fulfilling His call in your life. This morning, God is telling you to take courage. Hallelujah. We are wired for adversity. We are wired for eternity. We are wired for ministry. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this morning. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us, O God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, this morning, Lord God, Lord, you have just poured your heart, Lord, among the, in the midst of us, O God. You once again open our eyes. As some of us, Lord God, thought that it is all done already. It's all gone already. But God is reminding you in His minds, it reminded is so fresh. It is so fresh. Just commit. Just commit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for speaking to us. We just commit our lives to you. We know for sure you already planned a beautiful ministry for each and every one of us, those who are standing here. Lord God, it doesn't matter where it is. But Lord, we know we are all serving the kingdom of God. And this morning I pray help your children Lord to get plugged in wherever they, you want them to be. And to show the light Lord to the Gentiles, those who are living us, living around us. I pray for such a spirit, the burden to come and rest upon each and every one of us, oh God. Help us not to leave these three things and forget but Lord, help us to Lord, take this back home and meditate. And you would continue to speak to us. Bless us and send us with your grace. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hope you are blessed by this teaching. Please write to Pastor Balan Swami Nathan at balan at hipm.org. God bless you.